In this medieval fantasy one-shot, we join Trammel the Apprentice Blacksmith and Roland the Stout Farm Boy as they head out on their first adventure in the land next to the mountain. Yeah, adventurers. What? <laughs> What's inside the room? You mean on the other side of the door? Yes. The other side of the door is a very short hallway in which you can see another door directly in front of you. Wall to your left, to your right. It looks like a spiral staircase that ascends downward, stopping at one floor before descending even further into darkness. Go ahead and roll instinct or investigation. Either one? Your pick. You got to tell me which one you're doing. Uh, instinct for me, four. I'm going to look around for a three. Okay, instinct. You get the impression that the door in front of you may possibly be similarly trapped to the one you just passed through, but it's giving off a different aura than the rest of the castle, more of a light than a darkness. Investigation, you see just the fleeting glimpse of a uh, woman at the ground level, not that it, you know, the spiral staircase descends further down into darkness, but you see a glimpse of a woman kind of ragged purple clothes that were once expensive and just kind of disappear around the corner of the doorway down there. She seems vaguely familiar. Really? Really? <sighs> what do you think, Roland? We have to go rescue this dear friend. Hmm. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure, let's do it. Maybe they'll... Who knows what they could be hiding down there anyway. We, we planned for adventure and we found it. And she did. So where are you going? Down, is it down the spiral staircase? You can go the room in front of you, down the spiral staircase to the next floor, or past the next floor even further down the spiral staircase. What about that door? Do you want to go in that room? Okay. Okay, you saw her, not me, so... I'll just tag along with whatever you're going with. I don't know. I don't... Hmm, that last door tried to electrocute us. I'm not a big fan of doors right now. But the trap itself had some sort of light-based thingy, so maybe the vampires wouldn't have been able to touch it. It has what? I didn't see that stuff, so... Yeah, it looks like it's trapped with some sort of thing like that lightning thing but it's, it's more of a light glow instead so maybe the vampires or those bat people things were won't be able to won't be able to get inside so why would hmm, why would they have a door they couldn't get inside their own castle maybe the previous people did it it does seem like there's a lot of dead people here. Maybe that was before this happened. You gonna burn it down? Sure. You gonna burn this door down too? Yeah. Alright, do you have any materials left over or did you uh, burn them all on the last I'd, door? We probably burned them on the last door. You could probably still use some of the embers from the other one. Maybe. Hey, I did say it was still smoldering, so okay. Go ahead and roll a tussle check. Nice. Five. Okay, this time you know the lightning's coming, so you don't bother getting close to it when the door burns enough that it falls in. And the lightning bounces around, doesn't hit anything, sadly. 
So you're able to go into this new room, and everything kind of shines. I, I assume you're still using the bottle of light. Yes. So everything kind of shines and shimmers, almost has a silvery feel to it. You see a large mirror kind of propped up against the wall to the left. Uh, to the right, you see a suit of very shiny plate mail armor with a large sword and a tower shield. Holy crap. In the middle of the room is a fountain that has uh, water bubbling through it. And on the far side is a pedestal. It kind of has a, a religious, uh, not altar so much as... Uh, place to kneel down and pray kind of set up feel to it. You said one of my books had a silver like look kind of to a, it. It has a blue but it kind of had a metallic sheen to it. Does it does the book look similar to stuff in this room? This is pure silver. The book while it does kind of shine the same metallic way, it is a different color. Oh, okay. To the majority of the stuff, you'd have to do an investigation check. I want to see if it matches anything. Investigation. Of a two, one. I'm probably going to head over to the altar and just admire, admire the stuff in the attempt to try to purify myself. Uh, the altar has the only blue thing in the entire room, aside from some blue trim on the armor. Carved into the altar is shape of a raven, head turned to the side, and for an eye, it has a sapphire. There. Nice. I suppose I'm going to use instinct to determine whether I can poke that little blue eye or not. All right. Go ahead and roll. Four. All right. You get the impression that touching the eye isn't going to be harmful. In fact, it seems to be one of those things that would actually be useful uh, as an eye if you were to take it out. Okay, Assuming, of course, I, you don't do anything sacrilegious with it. Guess I'm taking it to hang out with the other stone, then. I'm going to go admire the suit of armor, since it is uh, blacksmithing. It is a heavy plate mail armor, very finely crafted. The technique used to bend the shield in particular, you recognize as it would date back about 100 years. You know, you use you know, different methods now to make easier shapes, because this was just one big, thick piece that was bent. Mm -hmm. So it'd definitely be stronger than the shields you normally put out today, but much more difficult to make and very time-consuming. Do I believe that I can wear the suit of armor? That would be an appraisal, so either an investigation check, a physique appraisal. check, or an artistry check. Artistry! Oh, come on! Nope, spending a fate point. I am in a princess blacksmith. I'm spending yes, a fate point. You are. Oh, what? Oh, oh. my goodness. So, uh, that is, behold, that's an eight. Okay. It's almost as if the armor was made to fit you perfectly. Yeah, what? The sword is surprisingly light. The tower shield, also surprisingly light, but still sturdy. So you can give yourself the helpful aspect of Raven Faith Armor. Raven Faith Armor. Yeah, what? What's uh, Roland doing with the eye? The silver, or sorry, silver, the uh, sapphire? I guess I'm going to pick at it. 
pick at it? Well, I mean, yeah, try to see if I can get it, see if it's loose or anything. Yeah, um, it actually doesn't take much to get it loose. Okay. I mean, it kind of pops in and out of place, but um, it doesn't take much effort at all to get it out. Okay, I guess I'll pocket it with me and carry it along. Pocket it with you, carry it along. Okay. I'm going to stomp yeah. over with my my giant new heavy armor and be like, I found heavy armor. Drop. I'm going to be excited. I guess I'm I'm going to assume that I was so transfixed on this whole emerald, that this whole sapphire eye thing that mm -hmm. I'm going to turn around and go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Go ahead and take a fake point for that reaction. Woohoo. Woohoo, indeed. I have none. I need to get some. See, without me using a bow and arrow, I can't shoot innocent women to death. <laughs> so, I like this. Alrighty. So, what else are you guys going to do in here? Um, what else was there in this room? I, uh, I forgot. The two things you haven't done anything with, there's a large mirror leaning against the wall, and there's a fountain with water flowing through it. I would probably go to the mirror just to look at my new armor. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're going to go there too or not. No, I'm going to check. I'm going to check out the fountain. Okay. Fountain water is crystal clear. The fountain itself, silver, very beautiful. It it seems to be shaped almost like a seashell or a series of seashells opening up. Uh, each one smaller than the one below it. For the mirror, you. Go ahead and roll a physique check. Three. You look fantastic. I do look fantastic. <laughs> you you look so good in that armor. Uh, nothing reaches out of the mirror to grab you, pull you inside, strangle you, do anything creepy at all. It, it seems to be a normal mirror the way you look at it. Sweet. The mirror doesn't see my nightmares. Good. Nope. The mirror does not see your nightmares. It just sees you as you are. So what are you doing with the fountain, Roland? Um, by any chance, are there any bottles or something? Uh, you can roll a resource check to see if you have any bottles other than the one that has the light in it. Sure. Uh, that makes zero. <laughs> nada. You do so, have three skill points still to spend. You can add some skills. Well, how do you gain skill points anyway? Like, or is this just this being a one shot? You start with some, and that's pretty much going to be it in okay. the game. Well, you'd level up with time. Okay, um, yeah, I should, I'll, I should probably hold on to him then. Alright, good call. I guess I will instinctively think, consider drinking the water. Yeah, always drink, drink the water. water. Always drink the water. Alright, so you drink the water. The fountain dries up. I mean, you didn't drink the entire thing, but after you drink a little bit of it, the fountain just sort of dries up. So you are no longer cursed. Does he still think he's cursed? Nope. The aspect now changes to bounds to the castle. <laughs> Isn't that still cursed? The wording is completely different. Um, also, I need you to pick an element for your character. Oh, boy. Tungsten. Not that kind of element. <laughs> Corbinite. 
You take one point of your additional <laughs> mental stress. I'm in two <laughs> mental stress. No. All I can take. Oh. Let's say Earth. Earth? Yeah, you're a farm guy. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, good deal. All right, so you gain the stunt Earthbender, which basically means that you can use your will to do Earth-related magic. Can he manipulate metal, or is that a more advanced version? Uh, sorry, you have to be blind from birth, taught by badger moles how to bend to the earth, and then locked in a uh, steel cage before you can bend, or know someone that uh, that has been through that. Okay. But no, uh, earth, stone, ground, I mean, you don't necessarily have to move it. For a lot of things, you can create little uh, stalagmite projectiles if you want to shoot earth or, you know, boulders. Does he know that he can do this? Oh, yeah. He drank the water. He's bound. There's a contract. It, it all hits him in an instant. He knows what he can do. Oh, great. The castle and the dragon can fight it out for me. Mm-hmm. So you have some kind of vision where you know that you have earth magic. I'm just strutting in front of the mirror. Uh, uh, totally trying to forget that I have horrible nightmares. And the thing, my original idea was just to have myself wet my head with it. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Always yeah, would uh, j Just um, metagame, if you had done that, basically what that would have done is given you blonde, spiky hair. <laughs> and you decided to rage. So, probably a good idea you didn't do that. <laughs> 9,000 times now. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys doing now? Let's go downstairs. Clunk, 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 clunk. You begin to hear the sound of a uh, harp playing. You are down the stairs to the ground level, or are you going to descend into darkness? I'm still holding... Oh, I can't hold this anymore. Actually, can my sword be in a sheath while I hold the bottle of light and yeah. the tower shield? Okay. Yeah, that's no problem. I mean, you, you rolled it epically, so these things are never going to be a burden to you if you don't yes. want them to be. Awesome. So you've got so, your little eyeball, and I've got my armor. All right, so your um, your bottle light, it's, it's grown faint at this point in time, the faint light. You want to shake it again? Shake it a little bit. Just a little bit? Okay. Little it bit. lights up a little bit more so you can see kind of around. There is a passageway that um, it seems like you know disappears around a corner. And then uh, you don't, I mean, there's a lot of wall, but you don't see any other doorways or anything down here. The harp music seems to be coming from down the hall. What do you think, Roland? I think, I hope whoever's playing that, that harp can see in the dark. <laughs> I like that that's what you're thinking about. Okay, can we, um, do you want to investigate the harp or go in this door? Is there a door? There's no door. There's descending into darkness, or there is the pathway, or the walls all around you. I guess the other thing I'm wondering is if I am bound to the castle, like, am I? Is it symbiotic? Like, am I one with the castle, or is it just mean I'm, I, I'm stuck there? Or that's a good question. 
You haven't figured that far into it yet. It did replace your trouble, so that may or may not be a good thing. <laughs> totally good thing, yeah. I'm, I'm actually wondering if this means I have to carry a brick of it around like a Blarney stone or something. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you can bend earth, so that might not be a bad idea either way. Feel free to try and leave the castle and see what happens. <laughs> I've got a magic carpet. <laughs> the only reason I'm asking as well is because I want to figure out if the castle could even tell me what what's going on here. Ah, okay. Um, go ahead and roll a charm check to communicate with the castle. One. Okay. You're going to have to be very specific in your question, and you feel like it's going to be one-word answers. Is the thing playing the harp uh, something that we should be worried about? Depends. (laughs) Good job, Castle. Thanks. (laughs) I like you better in Firefly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, I guess I guess I'll um okay. Um so further down that hallway is Oh boy. Um I'd say I I guess we'd go ahead anyway. Maybe we'll see some other bad okay. things, whatever. So as you guys go down the hall and as it turns around in the corner and you're still using the faint light you can see an opening sort of like a doorway would be on your left and if you go much further there are smaller stair stairs that uh, descend straight downward the music seems to be coming through the doorway maybe this is the dear friend we're supposed to rescue okay well, let's do it which one need to go on through oh there's only one doorway there's one doorway and one staircase leading down, or you can go back the way you came. Where's the music coming from? The doorway. Let's go to the doorway. Yeah. Okay, you start to go through the doorway, and you notice there's actual very nice robes, clothing, noble outfits hanging up in the doorway. And as you push them around and kind of go through, you come out of an armoire, you know, a wardrobe, so to speak, into <sighs> a very nice bedroom. It seems you've just traveled through a secret passage into a room in the castle. Uh-huh. Through a wardrobe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anybody in here? You do not see anybody in here. However, the uh, door... Well, I guess it does depend. Go ahead and roll an investigation. Uh, the light has probably dimmed a little bit since then. Two... Negative something for him. Yeah, I'm, my investigation is something really low. Um, gotcha. Well, um, so neither of you actually see anything, but it does seem to sound like the music's coming from somewhere in this room. You can't see all of the corners or the bed. The bed's kind of you know surrounded by curtains, and it's 60 feet wide by 60 feet long. So it's pretty big. The bed big. is? The bed is. Which means you also wouldn't be able to see anything on the other side of it. So walk around. Can we find like where the music's coming from, or just it's kind of? Uh, you can. The light keeps fading as you kind of walk around. Just shaking it up again. Yeah. All right, lights back up, and now going around, you can see a woman 
long hair, purple dress, kind of seated next to a very beautiful golden harp. There's actually uh, well-crafted artistically to look almost like an angel or you know a woman with the wings being the actual harp body and the head and face facing away from the person playing it. Uh, guys, go ahead and make a will save. Will save. Yeah. A will save. A will save. Two. Two. Okay. So, um, the music is beautiful. Angelic almost in nature. The woman playing it seems to be completely lost in thought as she's playing. Doesn't seem to even notice you're there. Head and face and whatnot of the harp itself. The closer you get, the more, okay, it's not quite as perfectly polished as you thought. Definitely is not a human that was painted gold and imprisoned or anything like that. It's just an artist's rendition of a harp. I feel like something's uh-huh. important to point out. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. I'm, I'm going to lean in and say, excuse me, are you a dear friend? Okay. She is going to look at you, and she's going to roll uh, Charm versus Will. Okay. So that is a Zero. Five. Okay. Uh-huh. You just want to be taken out? I, what is she? Is she trying to convince me that she is a dear friend? She looks at you and says, oh, I can be a very dear friend if you would like me to be. Okay. Hey, she's a dear friend. All right. I am, yeah, I am. So, are you going to let yourself be taken out? Would you like to take a consequence? Uh, do I know what happens if I'm taken out? If you are taken out, then um, there will be a familiarity in her appearance that may or may not affect you. Cool. I'm taken out. Because okay. I already have a moderate, yeah. Clearly, you're a paladin now, the way you're dressed and everything. Pure of thought and everything. However, you do notice, not because of any improper thoughts, but because of the actual arrow stuck there, that her chest is wounded. And does appear to be bleeding ever so slightly, staining her dress as she plays. Am I noticing this as well? You see the girl, you see the dress, you do not see an arrow of any kind. Oh no, oh god. Oh god, no, I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to start reaching for her and in my frantic idea, maybe pull the arrow out. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to reach for her and try to pull the arrow out. What arrow? You see him reaching for her in a very forward fashion. She doesn't seem to notice. I could play around with that earth bending thing, but I'm instead I'm just going to see if I can push him away. Because I just find that very strange that he's going to just immediately try to touch a stranger. All right, go ahead and roll opposed physique checks. Yeah. Physique of five. Um, two then. Oh, okay. So you try and stop him, but he's, you know, he was already moving. And by the time you get to him, he already seems to have kind of grabbed her as you pull him away. She's going to die. All right, Trauma, you pull the arrow out of her chest. Mm -hmm. And she kind of gasps and the blood starts flowing a lot more freely. No, no, no. I'm just going to 
close the wound with my hand. What does this look it... like to me? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's just grasping at air. <laughs> I mean, you see the woman there, and he's going for her chest, so um, she looks kind of shocked, but she's not making any effort to pull away or anything like that. Um, grace, guys. You know what? Roll an instinct check. Who? Both of you. <laughs> Three. Uh, two. <laughs> All right, so you both will notice that you know, what you thought may have been uh, a cape or maybe part of the curtain behind starts to uh, quiver uh, a little bit, and you can now see just large bat wings kind of extending from her back. Oh, gosh, she's turning into a bat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this to you. I'm still trying to close up the wound. Okay. I try to grab the wing or the stuff and bring it around and shove it in the hole in her chest. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm going to, I, I'll just... Okay, I guess it's kind of obvious what this is now, so I guess I'll reach for the stone and use it. All right. So, Trauma, she is going to lean in and, oh, uh, from your point of view, probably just give you a kiss on the neck. So, yeah. Go ahead and roll uh, physique. Four. Oh, my. She got a three. Or even with the bonus, so I'm going to go ahead and tap that whole nightmare thing, which she is going to use to make that a five so that she still hits you. Can I invoke the Raven Faith armor to say that I have a six? You can. <laughs> so oh. as she is pretending to be this girl that you've been having nightmares out um, and holding on to that illusion, uh, she tries to bite into you, and suddenly there is just a wave of warm, fuzzy goodness going through your body as the uh, armor kind of lets out a metallic ringing sound and she jumps back, fangs extended, and kind of surprise and shock, she backs into uh, Roland, who is taking out a stone. So, Roland, go ahead and roll a will check. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> wow. You have fate points. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll use a fake stone from your hand um, under the under the assumption that I, um, let's say I put it. I since I I realized what was happening ahead of time. I had it out a little extra. Yeah, yeah, and it poked her with it. Uh, do you want a plus two, or you just want to reroll? Let's see. It could be a lot worse if I reroll, but oh, uh, not much worse actually. Worse. Um, okay, I'll re-roll. The three negatives? I mean, it could yeah, be. Oh, what? Okay, um, five. Okay, so, Tremel sees Roland's hand go through the hole in her <laughs> chest. No! With the stone light up. <laughs> the illusion fades to where she looks much more like a vampire. Completely different face, complexion, hair, outfit. Oh gosh, she turned into a vampire. And then she melts into, well, I guess disintegrates, really, but it 
looks more like she melts into ash in a pile and very much, very much is gone. Oh, God, I killed her and she turned to a vampire. And then you <laughs> killed her. <laughs> that wasn't who you thought it was. It was, uh, I, I think it was one of those thing, bat people we saw. Maybe me killing her convinced her she had to become a bat person. This is all my fault. Aren't there also those bat people around too or something? I I heard something about curtains. Wait, there's more bat people in the room? There are curtains around the bed in the center. Um I'm gonna poke the curtains with the with the stone. <laughs> okay. The curtains do not poke you back. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on the edge of the bed and be sad. Are you going to pull the curtain back and try and sit on the edge of the bed? Yeah, I'm sad. I've killed this woman twice. It's okay. We can always give her a Viking funeral. I think you just did. <laughs> All righty. Something jumps out from the bed. What uh, the? Roland, give me a flexibility check. Oh, my. Oh my, Roland. You got a, yeah. What'd you get? He got a four. Uh, the Vampire Lord got an eight. Knocked <laughs> the uh, Sunstone away. I rolled really well. Yeah, I saw. Knocked the Sunstone into the armoire, into the Secret Passage. And we are now in combat, so feel free to roll initiative. Okay, Instinct. here we go. Empathy? Instinct. Okay. Unless you have a stunt for it. I got six. I have two. Roland, you will be going first. I'm going to bring out that blue stone and I don't know, point it or, or something. Don't you have a pointy stick? A pronged pointy Oh, the pitch, the wooden pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we all laughed so hard when he brought that with him. <laughs> Okay, you use a tussle to attack with that if you want to. Sure, I'll I'll poke him with the stick. Oh. Three. He will take one. Uh, no, he'll take two points of physical stress because the weapon increases damage on a successful hit. You do not get him in the chest. You do tear part of his cloak and pierce his arm, and he does not seem happy about that. That means it is now his turn. He will go after the person that's not wielding the pointy stick. Yes. And I will... Oh, my. He will try and grab and bite you. That is a six. For... I guess I'm blocking with a shield. You can do physique to block and take minimal damage. You can do flexibility to dodge out of the way. In the suit of armor, it... it... I'd, out of game, it would be smarter to dodge out of the way. Mm -hmm. But seeing as I have a giant suit of armor, I'm probably going to block. Okay. For a three. Okay. That's the damage reduction on the armor that ignores any of his piercing and such. You will take three points of physical stress. Okay. I'm okay. Throat. You block with a shield. He hits it pretty hard, jars your arm, 
That's uh, where mm -hmm. it's a little sore, but you hold steady, and it is now your turn. Um, I am going to try and pin him against the bed okay. with my tower shield in the side of the bed because I have a person with me that has a giant wooden stick. Okay, so six. Uh, four. I have no fate points, so... So you try and swing the shield, which he's already wary of, and he kind of dances back a little bit. It is Roland's turn. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to try to poke at him again. Okay. Go ahead and roll another tussle. Ooh. <laughs> Negative one. Oh, dear. So he succeeds with style on defense. And he actually slaps you back, hits you in the side of the face. You take two points of physical stress. And then it is his turn. I think it's book reading time. He will try dominate person on the person that attacked him. So, Roland, go ahead and roll a will save. The five. One. Okay, so you will take four points of mental stress, or you can be taken out and be a mind slave for the rest of the scene. Um, <laughs> or you can take a consequence. Or you can spend fate points. Oh, yeah, yes, fate, yeah, fate, fate points. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll spend a fate point. Why not? All right, you want a plus two, or you want to reroll? Uh, yeah, probably a plus two in that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with plus two then. All right. What, a, what aspect? Are you doing the... You're a stout farm boy, so you're not so easily controlled or the power of the castle. Which one do you want to do? Let's try the bounce of the castle bit since it's that one's all new. Okay. So you take two points of mental stress. And Which you kind of feel yourself slipping away, and then you kind of feel walls, castle walls coming up inside your mind. Apparently, you're just now getting this impression, apparently the castle's not really happy about playing host to the vampire. Nice. It is... Oh, well, the vampire does not get multiple actions, so it is... Travel. Turn. I'm going to read a book. You're going to read a book? Yeah, which book do I think is uh, most anti-vampire? Well, there's the uh, blue metallic one, or there's the purple one with the moving shadows. That one seems pro-vampire. I'm going <laughs> to go with the blue metallic one. All right, uh, roll me a lore check to see if you can read it fast enough. Zero. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to be able to do anything else this turn, but... You uh -huh. do gain the ability. Yes. Blue steel. Yeah, boy. That's a stunt, I'm assuming. That is a stunt. And blue what steel. this blue stunt steel? does is it allows you physique for you know, once per scene in place of any other skill, no matter how little sense it makes provided you can describe what's going on. It is based off a movie that we will not name, whereas a person uh -huh. uses a look to stop a sharp metal object from flying. Yes. 
And just kind of stares it down to not attacking. Yes, from the Prime Minister of Malaysia. So, that is now your ability, and it is top of the round to Roland's turn. Um, I, hmm, let's try something different. I'm going to take out that blue stone, and I want to say I want to I want to push it into him. So you put it in my palm and then punch him with it or something. <laughs> okay. I want the stone inside of him. Okay. So that would be... Well, you're punching him, so that would either be a flexibility to try and slip it in him or a tussle check to try and punch it into him. Okay, I'll, I'll do tussle. Okay. Boom. Four. Four. So your attack will not do any damage, but you can put it inside of him if you want to. I'll put it inside of him. <laughs> All right. Do you want to put it in his eye or his mouth or his nose or his ear? I assume you're aiming for the head. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make him swallow it. Make him swallow it. Okay. That's cool. Put your hand right in his mouth. He has... <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't roll high enough that he can inflict any counter damage to bite you. So you punch him, or try to punch him in the face. He kind of just barely, almost like he's making fun of you, avoids it within centimeters and starts to laugh, except that um, the sapphire comes out of your hand and goes in his throat, so he starts choking. <laughs> so choking on a sapphire, that is an aspect with a free invoke if somebody wants to use it. Nice. He is not going to take the time to try and get rid of it because he's dealing with people. So he will try and uh, slash at both of you with his very long claw-like fingernails. So both of you roll flexibility or physique. Physique for me because I'm blocking. Uh, That's only a four. four. Physique um, three. Alright, so both of you guys eat, you take minimum, so just one point of physical stress each. Does my armor do anything? Oh yeah, it does reduce that by one, so you take zero. Ha! But Roland takes one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and it is Trammel's turn. Uh, how bouncy is the bed? It's pretty bouncy. I mean, it's really nicely made. I? Is he standing on the bed? Where? Where is he at? He is on the floor, kind of between you and Roland. A little more of an okay. angle than straight up. Can I, with my impressive physique in this new armor, mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to run and jump on the corner of the bed to give me, myself a good bounce. Okay. And then take the tower shield, do a flip, and then bring down the tower shield on the back of his neck. Okay, that is very impressive. I'm parkouring it up, which is Parkour. one of my stunts. Parkour for the win. Ah, okay, go ahead and roll it. Okay. I would also like to invoke the fact that he is choking on a something. Oh, no. He got a two to avoid this attack. Okay, so I have a, I'm rolling with physique. It's a five and a seven. Does the parkour for the win give me anything, or is that just like to overcome? Basically, things? that means I'm not going to make you roll another check to see. If okay, you can I thought run. so. Okay, so I'm parkouring it up. I'm flipping with a tower shield, and I'm going to bring it down the back of his neck and chop off his head, maybe. 
Okay, so you manage to dislodge the sapphire. It shoots out of his mouth and uh, pops rolling in the golden eye patch. <laughs> um, nice. I, I could have popped him in the other eye. I didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in fact, Roland, as uh, it hits you, you look through the eyeball-shaped sapphire and do briefly glimpse that the vampire looks so much older when you're looking at it through the sapphire, which apparently you can see through fairly clearly as it passes by your eye before it kind of lands the ground near your feet. The vampire is going to take a extreme consequence to stay in the game. So as your shield passes through his neck and embeds into the ground, he takes a step back, kind of pulls sideways around. He is now the nearly headless vampire lord. There's nice. still a little bit of flesh attaching his head to his body, and he is still functioning and moving around. You can see, like, the black smoke moving around his neck as it's trying desperately to keep him alive. And maybe even heal him. It is Roland's turn. Hmm. I don't have the sunstone. I don't have the sapphire, although it's on the ground. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to take the pitchfork, and I'm just going to charge at the head. Okay. <laughs> at the head, okay. Yeah, try uh, to see if I can tear it off. Gotcha. And since he's nearly headless, uh, that is a consequence that you can invoke for free. Instead that of is. I forgot. You can, invo <laughs> you can invoke it to re-roll. <laughs> okay. I'll it to re-roll. Yeah, it's, it's, it's better. <laughs> okay. Uh, physique, right? Or... Tussle. Tussle. Uh, Tussle. Yeah. Uh, not so good. Three. Okay. As a tie, so he'll take one point of physical stress unless you got any fate points to spend. You have um, one. I have one. Uh, what do you think? This is maybe the last time we'll get a chance to hit him. I would say yes. Okay, let's let's go for the gusto. You're a stout oh, farm okay. boy. Yeah, add two, add plus two. aspects. Okay. He does not have any more consequences to take, so you take him out, um, which means you basically control what happens to him, kill him, or whatever. So what are you going to do? Describe it to me. Okay, I, I guess I'm going to tear off the head, and, mm -hmm. then, and then I guess I'll, while it's still on the pole, I'll go... Uh, let's see. Huh. You could stab the pitchfork through his head, rip it off, and then can then stab his chest. Uh, I'm wondering if I should add any style to this or not. Um, yeah, how stylish are you? Like maybe do a a, a Friday night football thing or. <laughs> um, I say this this is a uh, you know a boss kill. So. Okay. Um, take the head and just. Fling it in the air and then use the back of the pitchfork to poke him in the chest where I think the heart is, I suppose. Wow. All right. So with surprising grace, the uh, farmer rushes forward, steps on you know, something. There's a cracking sound. The vampire whips around. Of course, being nearly headless, headless his head continues to whip around until it's facing backwards. 
and by the time he straightens it back forward, a pitchfork pierces the head. Farm boy jerks upwards so that the head goes flying, and in the same motion drives the back end of the wooden stake, I suppose. Uh, pitchfork through the vampire's chest. The vampire calls you a very inappropriate name as it crumbles to dust. Never to bother or turn anyone again. Excelsior! I think I heard a cracking noise, though. (laughs) (laughs) Did you step on the eyeball? Uh. Thank you for listening to this one-shot. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have the iTunes and the Stitcher. We have campaigns in Dresden Files, Star Trek, and one-shots and other things as well. You can check those out. If you would like to leave us some feedback, we would love that. Good things, bad things, all the things. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com. We have the Twitter and the Facebook. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear it. Hope you keep enjoying. What's the cracking noise? I think that's what I'm probably going to look at first. All right. So you look down and you see that you stepped on a wine glass. The sapphire is still intact. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I like that you stab a vampire to death and then your first thought is, I think I heard a cracking sound. (laughs) You're already done with him. Uh, it was kind of like a, you know, he was facing away from the vampires. He exploded into dust. So there was kind of a explosion behind him. He wasn't paying attention to. No, I was with my armor. Nice. Standing on this side of sanity. So just a wine glass. Is there anything else going to jump at us? Nothing else is going to jump at you. Uh, Roland, you start getting the impression of satisfaction from the castle. As if it's, you know, it, it's things like it's going to be okay now. Uh, which kind of gives you the impression, hey, there's no more evil, horrible things here. I sigh in relief and sit down, not caring you that there, it's probably covered in ashes. Fair enough. Do you know where the dear friend is? Um, <sighs> uh. So for the uh, sake of the story... Uh, you guys do eventually go down uh, either of the sets of stairs in the deep of the castle where you find a small dragon's hoard and a dragon laying on top of it. However, you notice that the head of the dragon has exploded. There's a icky, gory mess. The dragon is dead. Probably will suppose that at some point the vampire got tired of the dragon being there and just flat out killed it. That might be a problem. Um, huh. <laughs> I tried to use the castle to determine if there is some way to to fix this. You want to bring a, a dragon back to life? A dead dragon? Um, or at the very least figure out what happened or how or if there is some way to get around this. 
if the castle might know something. I don't know. Bribe. We get a lot of money here. Um, that that works. Actually, I don't know that. That's you know, that's all in your head. Never mind. So. Yeah. So, what do you? What do we do about a dead dragon? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, first off, I don't think we can put it on the flying carpet. <laughs> and scene. <laughs>